SPK asked me when he gets in the office today, when you got your new car, did you haggle at all? And I said no. Hey, you look like a guy that I know. Could, could get a good deal on a car. Man, I'm the worst. I, I accept whatever price they give me. You don't even try. I don't even try. It, it, I tell them what I want my payments to be. They usually come back on the high end of that. Whoa, whoa. You tell them what you want your payments yeah. to be. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, because I, I lease. I, I've always leased since like the 90s, and I always lease Volkswagens. I just, I, I, I'm a creature of habit. I eat the same thing for breakfast every morning. So I know Volkswagens and I know the way they drive. So every two or three years, I trade in my lease for a new lease. Because a car, let's be honest, not the best investment you're going to make. It's not an investment at all. The minute you drive it off the lot, you lose a couple of thousand dollars. So since I'm going to drive a new car every couple of years, I lease. So I go in there when it gets kind of a year away from the lease termination, and I go, I'm looking for something new. I don't have the pressure because I got a year to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So then they go, take a look around, and I go, all right, I like that. What can my payments be? They said, what do you want your payments to be? I said, well, my payment's now 470 whatever. If you can get my payment around 450 I'll take the car. And they go, okay, here it's 450 and then you go sit in the finance guy, and he tells you you have to take one of the insurance options. So then it's four sixty. So then I always think to myself, well, man, I should have negotiated that better, but oh well, I'll just take it. I'm the worst haggler. My mom probably just dropped of a heart attack because it's because she is the queen of haggle. Well, with, when it comes to haggling, the worst thing they can say is no. I know. But if you're already in love with the car, right? Then you're gonna lose. You got to be willing to walk away. And I am. I I have learned never to fall in love with a car. You can't fall in love with it. Right. Like, I'll like a car a lot and like it as a friend, but I'll never fall in love with a car ever, ever again. But I'm I'm the worst when it comes to haggling. I just just figured they're offering me whatever price they think is fair. And so, like a sucker, I just take that price. You haggle? (laughs) I don't haggle, but Phoebe does. So the, oh. we just bought two cars at one time. It was from a client, so there wasn't a whole lot of haggling because they were already giving us a, a friends and family or some sort of discount like that. But sure. I sent Phoebe. She looked at all the stuff, and then she knew that – or they knew that as soon as she signed off on it, then I was going to drive to Newport Ritchie with the cash to get the car. So oh. uh, we were look, when we were looking at apartments when we were moving, she um, – they said, okay, it's this much amount a month, and I wanted to – get a free parking pass because they were trying to charge us, you know, 20, 30 bucks a month to park. And I said, you tell them if they can give us a, a free parking spot, then we'll move there. And they said, no deal. And I said, we're not moving there. But Phoebe, wow. she, I talked to her about it, and then she she presents it. Haggling is a talent. Yes, it is. It, it's a skill. I think it can be learned, though. Yeah, I think, I think you, you can, can learn. You can get better at it. Sure. And it's, it's a skill. There's a lot more haggling that can be done in places that you don't think you can haggle. Like the grocery store? Like, in, there's you can haggle with almost anything. Really? Yeah, I think so. Like a new TV? See, this is why I like pawn shops, because yeah. that's haggle That's haggle central. Yeah, that that is the ultimate haggler place, right, right. and that's why I never go to pawn Even shops. Even if I can get a dollar off, I'm like, yeah, I got them. <laughs> I, I guess I just feel so self-conscious, because my mom always was was the queen of the coupons, and, and she, would, she would haggle like nobody's business. And I'll never forget this, and my mom won't let me forget it. An encyclopedia salesman came to the house one day, and I was like 13 or 14, and he sold me. I wanted these encyclopedias because I read a lot, and this is an entire Encyclopedia Britannica set. And I wanted it so badly, and my mom's going back and forth with the guy, and and she had her drop-dead price. She was like, I'm telling you, this is what I'm going to give you, or we're not going to take them. And he said, well, I'm sorry. I just can't do that. And she said, then take care. And I went, Mom, but come on. You never went to college. Because she didn't. She went to nursing school. And then they had me. I felt bad about that. Wow. I know. All over some encyclopedias. I really wanted those encyclopedias.
I didn't get the encyclopedias, oh, and it hurt man. my mom's feelings. Wow. Did she settle on an atlas for you or anything? No atlas. No encyclopedias. No almanac? Nothing. Oh, I, I would always have an almanac every year. A dictionary? No dictionary. Who didn't have encyclopedias? Man, know, they, they right? must have pushed those on my parents, and I bet my parents paid full price for them, too. You know what I got? I got the discount encyclopedias where it's two volumes. This is A through L, and here's M through Z. We had those, and then I remember we bought our encyclopedias from a grocery store. The grocery store? Yeah, they had them on. They had them in the grocery store. I remember that. Winn-Dixie, I think, and, had them. And, and, yeah, Winn-Dixie, and we bought, yeah. we bought A and B. <laughs> and then the next time we went, we bought BNC. Like, we bought them in the installments. So if you need aardvark or bat information, you go to Soul Brother Kevin. Yeah, exactly. You need kangaroo information, you go up the street. I think we stopped around L. <laughs> I can't do a report on the squid. I'm sorry, but I would love to do one on the elephant. So what's the most surprising business that you can haggle that maybe you were not aware of? I don't know. Can you can you haggle when you go to your St. Pete uh, market, the farmer's market? I think you can. I don't, but I think you can. Like, uh, here's a, a loaf of baguette bread. They have it listed at $5. You can go, tell you what, I'll give you three fifty. Maybe not the bread, but there's a guy that sells watercolor paintings of St. Pete. Oh, you could haggle that guy. I don't haggle. I have about four of them. They're all very expensive, but I love them so much. I'm going to haggle next time. No, no. What's he there? What? No, I can't. You're haggling a guy about his art that he made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're haggling his self-worth. Well, what I'm going to say is- <laughs> You're like, you're not worth that. No, no, no. Here's what I do. It's a very friendly haggle. I will say, well, I'm not going to say this. I'm going to have Phoebe do it, but I'll have her say, all right, so it's $25 for that painting. Right. Give me two for forty. Okay. Okay. See? Of course he's so gonna do I'm, that. Then I'm oh, getting two. Man. What? No good. I, I, this is if, if it wasn't art. What? It's come on. <laughs> it's better to haggle over a loaf of bread. If, yeah, if it was like a loaf of bread or a basket of oranges. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but this I, is his art. This is his passion. But yeah. I appreciate You're haggling his passion. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm the only customer there, so I have <laughs> I have that going. Second of all, I appreciate his art so much. I want two paintings. I just want a discount. So so like Phoebe will do the haggling and then she'll look at you and then you'll kind of give her a wink <laughs> or, or if this is the way it like, went this down. Is good. I, a I little would, nod. I, I, I would find two paintings that I like. Right. I would tell her. Then I would walk away. I would go stand behind a tree or something. And then I would wait for her to either come over with the two paintings or her have a disgruntled look on her face. Like, I'll cough one time if it's good. Right. Does she say the price very loudly? So, $40 for both of those, huh? And then you see something go, mm-hmm. It's like when I when, when Phoebe orders takeout and it's a she it's a very special order. You're you're taking off this and adding this. Right. I go into the other room. I can't listen. It makes me so uncomfortable because I'm afraid they'll tell her no. <laughs> And I, I fear rejection so much. Yeah, the, the whole you have to be willing to walk away from the deal thing, I don't do well with that at all because I feel like I'm, I'm missing out. I'm there. I have to walk away See, with something. I can walk away, but then once I walked away, I'm in the right. car like just ah! – I know. Well, see, I'm the opposite. I have buyer's remorse like the guy at the, the Cologne kiosk who got me to pay $80 for the Drakkar and the His Majesty. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't spray that on myself and 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 smell both Drakkar and regret that I paid too much damn money. Well, you trust the people. I shouldn't you're, you're do that. You're thinking that they're looking out for, hey, I want to pay this amount. And I'm like, this guy's trying to get me, but I'm going to get him. Right. Yeah, you got to look at it as a game. And it if is, you look at it as a game that you can win – Competition, yes. What's up, Roberta? Welcome to Drew Grab Alive. You have not haggled at Home Depot before. I have. I purposely looked up a ceiling fan that I knew they didn't have in stock. All right. That was like fifty nine ninety nine. I went there. They didn't have it like I knew. I wanted the $99.99 one, $99.99. So I talked them down and haggled them all the way down to sixty nine ninety nine. So I got the $100 fan for 70 bucks. Damn, you saved thirty bucks. And were you willing to walk away? Did you have? Did you have to do the whole drop dead thing where you're like, oh, "I'm sorry, that's too much. I'm out of here." 
It was so easy. They came down so quickly, I couldn't believe it. At Home He's Depot? He's like, yeah, I'll walk up to the service station with you, or the service desk with you, mm. and I'll give it to you for sixty nine ninety nine. We don't have the other one in stock. Do you think women was- might be better hagglers than men? Oh, no doubt about it. You have the power, the power yeah. of the V. <laughs> You know, well, there you go. Yeah, Whatever, it works. that works so, too. I think so. Uh, you know, when it comes to Home Depot, do you just haggle over ceiling fans, or have you ever ha- uh, haggled over caulk? Well, <laughs> no, I pay full price for caulk. <laughs> Thank you. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Ah, Drew Garabo, the early years. That, that and calling pizzerias and asking why they don't have a black pizza. It's a fair question. So so if you're so if you're looking for like a used car, right? Yeah. And you want to haggle. Right. There is a range, right? Like I isn't there? Isn't yeah. there a range in which they will take off of the car? They're for just sure. kind of waiting on you to ask? Yeah, yeah. And no one who lists a price for a used car thinks they're going to sell it at that price. Well, I think I got a good deal today thanks to um well, I don't know. I haven't made a decision yet. Right. Thanks to our good buddy Mike Calton. Well he did. Huh? What he do? He existed. I, I name dropped him. You you, you dropped Mike. I name? went up to a place and we're looking around and and uh, the guy goes, "How's can I help you?" And I go, "Well, let me let me let me ask you a question." Right. You listen to Mike Calton? He goes, "Yeah." And I go, "I know him. It's my buddy." <laughs> I drop his name at Capital Tacos when I go. I'm like, oh yeah, I, this, I come here because my buddy Mike Calton is near. They're like, one free taco for you. That never happened. It works. Oh. 727-579-1025. I probably would if I dropped his name. Uh, Jamie, what's up? Where have you haggled? Uh, Best Buy, man, for some stereo equipment. Come on. You can't haggle at Best Buy. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. Honestly, I wait till late in the evening until just before close. You go in, and, but it's got to be like a package deal, man. You, you know, you're wanting to buy uh, several items. Mm. You go in, you look at what the price is for the several items. Brother, you're so smart. You know everything is open for negotiation. You know that. I don't so know that everything, Drew. At a, at a big, yes, a, be, a big Drew, box store. I'm you're not a smart man. I'm clearly not a smart man all at all. All they can say is no, Drew. You are, man. You come off as being very intelligent. I'm Thank not blowing you. smoke. I'm just telling you no, how you No, no. It's easy to come yeah. off that way when you control the microphone. Trust me. I understand that. But you go in and you talk to the sales guy and you tell him, listen, this is what I'm looking to do. I want to put it together a package deal. I want to do a little vinyl thing because I'm kind of an old school guy. Okay. I want a turntable and you got to buy all of the accessories. Well, if I buy everything, it's like $1,000. So I don't want to spend $1,000 with you tonight, but I'll spend like seven fifty. So I, he says, well, wait till later on just before close. Go take all of your items up to the register and have them call the manager up and just ask the manager if they'll negotiate. They did. They, I, I had $1,000 worth of items. I bought them for like $729 plus mm. the tax because I was willing to buy multiple items. At Best Buy. that way with anything. Well, that's the smart thing is that he was willing to buy multiple things. So normally with, with anything you buy in bulk, right. it's going to be cheaper. Yeah, that's true. I, sure, I, I mean, you know, let, let me ask you this. Negotiation. Jamie, were you willing to walk away? Were you willing to leave all that stuff right there on the uh, on the little conveyor belt? Yes. I was, no. I was because I was like, I was like six beers deep. I'll be honest. I was six beers deep and I was in the negotiation mode and I, I just went in just taking a look cause I've been interested in buying some stuff for a while, but I didn't have the time that night. I had the time six beers so deep and you go into negotiation mode. I'm usually into let's go to the sex club mode <laughs> or fight. And this guy wants to negotiate. No. <laughs> I wish more guys would get into the negotiation mode rather than beer muscles. You know, the, the sex club is nothing but negotiation. <laughs> Uh, Sean Daly sent me a text walking into Target, gonna haggle over my daughter's birthday camera. Yeah, you know, tell me you're gonna, you you want to buy some film with that camera and see if they'll do you a package deal. The way you would haggle is you would just hope someone would recognize you. That's my haggling. That that's anything you got to use to make the haggling work. Yeah. Circuit City used to be the best. You could haggle at Circuit City. You go in and say, look, I'm thinking about buying this TV. Man, if you throw in a DVD player, I might consider it. <laughs>
And they would do it. Yeah. Oh, they had they had haggled. They had wiggle room in all of their prices. That's why they went bye bye. Yeah, that's true. There is no I, more Circuit City. I miss them. Too many free DVD players. Put them under. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. I just take the price. Do you haggle for a haircut? No. Everything. <laughs> no. Everything. Hey, I'll take a Yingling bartender. That'll be four seventy five. I'll give you two fifty. <laughs> Might not work at a bar. All right. <laughs> Alex says he haggles at the strip club. What's up, Alex? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, buddy. Thank you. Yourself? Uh, doing all right. Just got off work. All right, good. But it wasn't personally me. It was actually my father. He actually he was at Mon's Venus, and hmm. he said, 10 bucks, and the, the girl came up was like, you want to dance? He says, I only got 10 bucks. She's like, well, it's 20. Well, I only got 10. Okay. And he got his dance. Cool story, bro. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. There's no wiggle room at uh, Mons Venus. Trust me on this one. They will not let you have a dance for $10. And I think that even the day of the $20 dance has gone bye-bye. Take that $10 to Club Lust, though. <laughs> club Lust, they'll look for it all day long. I, I don't negotiate at the strip clubs because the girls get all that money for the dance. So I don't want to cheat, cheat her out of money. Hey, she deserves it. You're a gentleman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> treat the ladies with respect when I'm watching them dancing naked. Uh, Ken, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grab Live. We're talking the art of the haggle. Ken? Tim? Oh, okay. Tim, Ken, whatever you uh, want us to call you, bud. How are you? <laughs> Sorry. Um, fine. Uh, eyeglass places. Um, I've worked for numerous ones, and you see two for 78 and buy one, get one free. Right. Well, they're not going to let you out of the store without upselling you. Hmm. So uh, their job is to upsell you to all these different uh, add-ons, hmm. but uh, at the same time, you talk them down and you act like used car salesman, and uh, yeah. In an eyeglass place, so they say, hey, tell you what, we'll sell you that scratch-resistant glass in these frames, in these deluxe frames. You go, tell you what, I'll take it for $40. And then what, be willing to leave? You can't leave. You need the glasses. <laughs> you yep. can't see. Right. Like, how are you, you going to walk out of that place? I will leave this stuff right here. And then you go to leave, and you'll bump right in the door. Where's the door? I'm out of here. If you will just tell me where the door is, I will storm out of here, please. You, they've got all the power. Yes, sir. Okay. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. So, like, when you go on a cruise and you go to the Bahamas and yeah. you go to the straw market. Oh, that! I yeah. mean, come on, that is just. Yeah. I won't buy anything there. I can get anything in that whole place for five bucks. <laughs> you want this rug, man? Seventy five dollars. All I got is five dollars. Okay, man. man. Enjoy the yourself. ship's leaving. I gotta go, man. What do you want to do? Sean, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. How you doing? Good, buddy. How about you? Fantastic. Good. What can we do for you? I actually have a business right here in Tampa mm -hmm. uh, called The Car Haggler. This is actually what I do for a living. Oh, no kidding. And, uh, yes, sir. Uh, so people contact me. I have relationships with the managers at all the local dealerships, and I kind of handle everything anonymously so the client doesn't even – the dealership doesn't know who the client is. Hmm. And I do all the haggling. All you really do is show up with me and then sign your paperwork. Yeah, but how do you get paid? I charge the client a small fee, and they only pay that fee – if they actually buy a car. So, and it's a flat fee. I don't do any kind of percentages. I'm oh, not a okay. broker. Well, what, wait, you charge. So if I wanted to use your service, you charge me or you charge the dealership? I charge you. But you charge them enough to where it's worth your while to get a couple of hundred or thousand dollars knocked off a new car. Where's my haggle? I do all the haggling. But where's my deal? <laughs> you tell me what it is you want. 
what right. kind of car, whether it's new or used, whether you're buying, you're leasing, whatever uh-huh. they're doing. I go and deal with directly with the managers, <laughs> and I go negotiate your car deal. If you don't like it, you don't buy it. I but see his I website. Bring it to you. Car Hagler, he's um, the carhagler.com. So if I don't like the deal, I don't have to pay you. Absolutely not. Do you, I got I to do my job. Do you haggle face-to-face or over the phone? Face-to-face. So you go down to the dealership and you say, did, so they all know you, so they know you're not haggling for yeah. you. They know you're, and you probably, I mean, I don't know if you get a kickback from the dealership, but I imagine they probably treat you real nice and I do, get you a dealer, sandwich. dealers know who I, yeah, the dealers just know who I am. Sure. Uh, yeah, so I just, I'm not, I don't contract with any dealership, so I can use whoever I want. I got you. That, um, fascinating. Do you, do you do other uh, haggling as well or just automobile stuff? Like if I want to go to Wendy's and get like a, uh, you know, a, cor- <laughs> a big classic, can I, can I contract you to get it for me for 25 cents? Well, as you can see by the collars, you can handle on anything. I guess that's true. But man. I specialize in automobiles. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I may be Shiny contacting this guy. Here he is right and here. Schizophrenic. Everybody wants one, but they dread the process. I'd say the bed music is a little loud there, guys. It's a little nerve-wracking. Carry some serious baggage. You can hear the shark. But one man is aiming to change that. i got to haggle with this guy for the voiceover <laughs> service that he's using. Sean Spiegel calls himself the car haggler. This is my job. Full time. He negotiates car deals. So you don't have to. You don't even speak to the dealership. Nope. Yeah, so he's only in my right ear. Hey, haggle a whole pair of stereo, will you? Like it. He's good at haggling. He just he got a bad deal on the left channel. Strong on haggling, poor on balance. Adam, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How you doing, Adam? What's happening, guys? I thought this was a great topic. I'm a professional. I'm a salesman for a living, so, Mm. of course, I haggle. I think the only thing I've not been able to haggle is, like, restaurants or, like, gas stations. I've tried to do gas stations before. It doesn't work. (laughs) I've tried to do, like, the Red Bull, you know, oh, let me get another one for free. doesn't work. So, I think think everything is negotiable. My neighbors challenged me uh, right around maybe about six months ago because he was looking for a TV. I took him to Target, got four hundred dollars off a thousand dollar TV. So, Target, how, how'd you do it? Um, I just went. And, I did a little research ahead of time, so I knew what I was talking about, mm. and uh, went in there and told him, "Hey, look, you know, uh, we're looking to buy this, and you know, I think you guys are way high on your price." Mm. And the guy's like, "Oh yeah, well, it's funny you said that. Somebody else said that." And so, as soon as I got my pitch there, he was open to start negotiating. I said, "Hey, look, here's where I see the price is. Here's where I think you guys should." Let's make a deal. I'll go ahead. We'll buy it now at this. And uh, he adjusted it right there. That is so crazy to me, man. I feel like I've been cheating myself out of thousands of dollars by not haggling at all. So, okay, so my son wants a Razer Siren Pro Elite XLR and USB digital microphone. Uh, The the only price I've found for it is $244.99 on Amazon. So you're telling me I could find this someplace and go in and go, hey, look, I can buy this thing on Amazon right now for 244 bucks. Sell it to me for 200 and I'll walk right out Especially of here. Especially a mom and pop. Right. And they're going to do it? You know what's funny is, yes, mom and pops do it more, but I think the big boxes do it. They're, you know, most of the employees, I'm sure if you get employees to call, they'll tell you they have authority to make it work because they don't want to lose it to Amazon and they don't want to lose it to anybody else. So if you're there with cash, yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm going on. I'm, I'm, thank you, and I appreciate that. Sorry to cut you short. But. Well, no, no. Most, uh, you know, that's pretty commonplace now where they'll match online prices. Right. Yeah, you just show them proof of it, yeah. even on your phone, and they'll boom, right there. My dad's huge on that stuff, the online price stuff. If you buy something, then it'll show them the online. Do you match online? And then, like, he bought my son a computer uh, for last Christmas. 
but they sent him one. It was supposed to change multiple colors, but this thing was only one color. So he got with HP and he's like, look, you screwed us over. And they sent him like an upgraded monitor and like a $4,000 thing because he pitched a bitch over it. But it must have skipped a generation because I'm I'm not haggling. You just got to try it. Man, like start small. Feels so weird. I just don't think it's in you. I think it's got to be in you. Yeah. No. 727-579-1025. How much would you be willing to pay to have it in me? No, not that. Not anything. If actually, let's haggle. I'm not. We're not haggling over anything. You just said it has to be in me. No, the 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 spirit. How much are the, you willing to pay to have it in me? The spirit of yeah. the haggle uh-huh. must be in you. Sure. You are lacking the spirit of the haggle, as yeah. am I. Put it in me, Seth. Fifteen dollars. I can't put spirit in you. It. But you must be born with it. Ten dollars. You can put it in me. Uh, All right, five. I, See, I'm a great haggler. I think you should be paying me. I was. Uh, You're going to lose. Though. Oh, on both ends, literally. Yeah. Uh, Drew, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How you doing? Doing well, man. Uh, I actually went a month without having to pay for food. Because of haggling? Because of haggling. Because uh, so many restaurants have the, uh, the thing set in stone that if you complain, that they'll just give it to you. And That's not haggling. My- <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, no, but- that's scamming. Hey. Yeah, that's a scam, dude. Hey. Hey, scamming, haggling, tomato, tomato. <laughs> so wait a minute, you are scamming. If you're if you're making fake complaints, you're scamming, dude. Very true, but still, I didn't have to pay for it. So, if de facto, I if got so. over on them and got the got the haggle out. Right, that is not a. You're a scam artist. Rack that haggler. Uh, yeah, it, it, I'm sorry. That uh, that's that you're a scammer. <laughs> if you complain about things that didn't really happen. Like, oh, waiter, there's a fly in my soup. Uh, last call. What's up, Vincent? How you doing? Hey, what's up, Drew? Hey, man. Um, good industry. I'm in outside sales. And anytime someone comes to your home to try and sell you, like, a new roof, air conditioning, storm windows, uh, a lot of those companies want to write the deal that same night. And once people know that, um, they go back and forth. I mean, I've seen people get five, $6,000 discounts just for signing that same night. So it's pretty cutthroat. Um, that's a great way. If you ever have anyone coming out to give you a bid on anything and they ask for your business that day, yeah. that's your opportunity to save tons of cash. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I think the reason hot realtors do so well is because you see a hot girl and you feel self-conscious about haggling with them. Like my property manager, she quoted me a price that was ridiculous. And I was like, yeah, I'll pay that. You, but you wouldn't even haggle with King Kong Bundy. It doesn't matter what they look like. That's you're, true. you're not haggling. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like I, I'm thinking about buying a house this time, and I, you know, you get definitely have to haggle. Yeah, I just, you know, have your realtor haggle for you. Right. Like I want, uh, I want to use my uh, my property manager as my realtor because she's she's super good at what she does, and I consider her a friend. By the way, you told me you were never buying again. I know. Okay. <laughs> you see, remember when you tried to get rid of your house in Orlando? You said it was hell, and you were never buying again. I know. Okay. You look at what you pay for a month in rent. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I and know. then what you could pay in a mortgage. It's like half. I know. We're, we're looking. So much more house. Right. Yeah, we're, we're finally looking to buy also. Yeah. And I know that, I know if I buy, then they're not going to renew my contract here and I'll lose my job. But if I don't buy, then they're going to renew my contract. Or you buy and a sinkhole opens up right next door to you. <laughs> exactly. That's going to happen. If I buy, I'm going to be jinxed again. I was so freaking happy when they actually bought my house in Orlando. I didn't think we had a prayer. We had an awesome two-story house that we paid like one ninety four back in the day. I loved your karaoke room. Karaoke room what? right off four thirty four. One ninety. I'd offer them one twenty. <laughs> <laughs>
I ended up making like eight hundred dollars on the house, and it was. I was like, I was over the moon. Right, I I sold it, and that's all that mattered. I'm like, take whatever offer they give you. I just want to move to Tampa. Oh, I just saw in the Orlando Sentinel they tore your house down and built a tallywhacker. I'm fine with that. Build, Build, build ten tallywhackers. thought 50 shades of gray was hot it's got nothing on us time for real sex with the morning x you thought magic mike was hot hey listen if you are a lady who wants to come down here in your undergarments and get some 97x shindig tickets brought to you by shock top featuring chevelle well we're giving away to dudes and bros also we've given away two pairs to dudes and bros i would like to get some ladies down here especially because i have to leave early and i would love nothing more than to miss out on a lady in her underpants just so that seth can have someone here to talk to yeah if you think ladies if you think Drew is creepy and you want to show up here in your underwear for Chevelle tickets, Drew's leaving right after Real Sex, so it's just going to be Danielle and I. Yeah, if you hate me like most people do and you want to torture me as I listen to Danielle and Seth on my way to the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, uh, then please wait till I leave, go on the air with Seth, come, strip down to your underpants, and make me hear that so I drive my car off the Franklin Bridge. People, please help me out because nobody told me that I had to do the last part of the show without Drew, so I didn't have anything to plan out. So if you show up, that'll give me something to talk about. And for the ladies, I understand you might not want to haul into our building in your underpants. I will bring you into the studio, and then you can get in your underpants. But we will still take bros in their oh, undies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, but I think the bros are fine trudging through the parking lot oh, in yeah, the boxer are. briefs. No shame in their game at all. 877 877- 327-9797. Join me at the Sloppy Pelican tomorrow night. I'll be there 6 to 8 with Budweiser, $2 Budweiser pints, and a lot of fun. It's on St. Pete Beach. Now, for real sex, we're asking you the ultimate dilemma. Ladies, guys, you have to choose one, watching your partner have sex with someone else in a threesome or giving them a free pass to go do something without you. And this all stems from the Dream Crusher yesterday. Danielle, the Dream Crusher, busted that question out after she poured cold water all over Seth's threesome with Kate Upton and Phoebe. I miss Kate Upton already. Katie, what's up? Welcome. Hey there. How you guys doing? Good. How are you doing, Katie? Great. Good, good. Which would you choose? I'd choose the free pass. So you'd let your dude go out and have sex with somebody else. You just don't want to see it, right? Yeah, I just don't want to see it. I agree with Danielle. I think I would get just fired up and mad and just I think that there would be a fight (laughs) you don't think it would turn you on at all I don't think so I think there's just something about seeing him with another woman and then I'm not a very insecure person but you know wondering if he's enjoying it more or you know that kind of thing you know what's a good thing I can see both sides of this but I kind of agree with Danielle because I would rather not know exactly what was going on and not have a concrete image in my head Every time I think of it, if I have to watch her have sex with somebody else, I'm going to think of that image no, a lot. it would turn you on. No, trust me. It would exactly. not turn me on because that guy's going to be able to do it a lot better, a lot harder, and a lot longer than I am. And I have no interest in watching that. Yeah, no thank you whatsoever. <laughs> I'll watch uh, Michael Jordan dunk a basketball, and I can't do that. But I'm not going to watch some dude plow my wife. Uh, may I ask you an unrelated question, if you don't mind, Katie? And feel free to sure. tell me it's none of my business. Um, do you have any preference when it comes to uh, circumcision? Uh, uncircumcised. Uncircumcised? Yeah. That's your preference? Yeah. Because they've been... Banned- no, 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 no. Circumcised, sorry. Circumcised. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, she likes them cut. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because in Germany, uh, in Germany, they've banned circumcision, and uh, Seth and I are both cut, and we're just wondering, like, if ladies out there have a certain preference, if a guy is uncut, is that a deal breaker for you? I don't know. That would... I mean, he'd have to be able to clean that really well. We don't want any, like, right, I don't know, right, nothing right. going on down there that's not supposed to be going on. <laughs> Do you think they look weird if they're uncut? 
Yeah, it looks a little weird. Oh. When you're so used I think it's when you're so used to seeing someone cut and then you see uncut, I think it looks a little weird. Hey Danielle, what did you say it looks like? An anteater. Oh, it does. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Katie, have you ever gone all the way with a boy who wasn't cut? No. Never. Wow, that is so interesting. And how many partners have you had? Uh, five. Not bad. All right. Yeah. Well, well, thank you very much. That's my informal circumcision survey. Do you want to give her something? I absolutely do. I'd love to give you something. Just hang on one second, and we're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets to go see Slightly Stupid and 311. Yeah, you can have whatever you want. Danielle will hook you up. Or whatever you want. That would be awesome. We wanted tickets to that, but we weren't able to, like, kind of afford it right now. So that's awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you got it. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right, yeah, I was wondering if, like, are there there are probably girls who, who like, would prefer an uncut guy, though. I just want to know how Danielle, how do you know it looks like an anteater? You've only been up close and personal with two cranks in your whole life. You're right, and they were both all, they were both taken care of. Mm-hmm. I've Googled it before, and I noticed, because sometimes I have my nephew, and I noticed that it was a little bit different, and then I realized that that was the situation where he's not. You were... Your nep- feel, how old your nephew? Well, uh, when he was a baby and I was changing his diaper. He's okay. four now, so I haven't seen it recently. Do you, do you think you need to? No. What? Okay. <laughs> but you said you felt sorry for him because he was uncircumcised. Yeah, I do feel bad for him. And I, I had to uh, give him a bath last time he was at my house, but I made him take care of himself. That's I, weird. He's, he's four now. No, you can do it for nah, him. Nah, it's weird. <laughs> the only time I've ever seen an un, uh, uncut one is in a porno movie, and usually when you see them, they're in a state of uh, arousal, so it looks pretty much like the... the I got the gist of it without you using your finger Thank to you. show me his state of arousal. For some reason, Seth, I feel like I need to be extra demonstrative with you when uh, showing uh, when showing what a girl's <laughs> shorts cut up on her uh, thing is. No, I hear your words. I don't need to see your finger or your hands or anything like that, Drew. 877-327-9797. It is also a first-time caller Friday. If you've never called Real Sex before, today's a great day to do it. You just have to choose what you would rather do. Would you rather have a threesome where you watch your partner have sexual contact with someone else, or would you rather do a free pass where you uh, where you don't know what's going on, but you kind of fear and you're alone with your thoughts? What's up? It's Real Sex with The Morning X. Hey, how's it going, guys? Real good. Which would you choose, threesome or free pass? i definitely go with the threesome because if you do the threesome, you know what's going on. If you go with the free pass, your mind's racing. You think about what could be going on. At least with the threesome, you see it and, and you know for sure. Would you be okay with watching everything that happened? Um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of a Freak. strange individual, so I don't know that I particularly mind. I don't know. I'd, I'd rather just know what's going on. Okay. There are no wrong answers. It just, for for my taste, I would rather wonder what was going on than have a concrete memory of exactly what my girl was doing with another guy. Yeah, I just, I got to disagree with you on that, man. The way that I work, I I would rather know for sure. Awesome, man. Again, there are no wrong answers. Appreciate the call, dude. Have a great day. Yeah, for sure, guys. Take it easy. Thanks, man. Hey, David, which would you prefer, man? A threesome where you have to watch your partner have sex with somebody else or giving her a free pass and letting her do it without you? I think I'd rather be in a threesome with her. And watch everything that was going on? You could handle that? Yeah, I think I could. Yeah, it's much better to be there and to know what's happening than to wonder what your girl's doing with some other guy in no, his bed. I don't know, man. The like the worst thing you could wonder would be something that you're actually watching in the threesome. No. No. Right. The, the worst thing is to be left alone with your own thoughts, Drew Garabo. That's the worst <laughs> thing. Because what you're doing is if she's off with another guy and I'm left alone, 
uh, that one guy turned into 10 guys. Oh. And then the 10 guys turned into 100 guys. And oh. now 100 guys are having sex with my girl. <laughs> my God, that's a lot of guys. It is. <laughs> Thanks a lot for the call, man. Have a great day, David. You too, man. Appreciate it. Man, I'm so embarrassed. Why? <laughs> my buddy Brian, uh, who started the Tijuana Flats company when he was a student at UCF, uh, he has never listened to the show before, and he texted me and said, hey, what station are you on? And so I told him without telling him that we're talking about sex, and he's taking his sons to wrestling camp in Brandon. Oh, well, they're manly men. They can handle this kind of conversation. It's uh, slut talk from 8 to 9 every weekday morning. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> to make up for things, everybody go try T1 Flats. It's the best burrito you're ever going to have, and I'm so ashamed that we're we, – we talk about – like we, not, don't, we don't do a show for children. I know. So. I know. And we talk about sex every day from 8 to 9, uh, not because we're dying to, but because our boss makes us. Cut or uncut. Call now. It's – 7732797977. Hey Robin, it says you prefer cut, but you're getting married to a guy who's uncut? Yes, that is true. Oh man. The first time you saw it, the first time you saw it, what did you think? Um, I kind of agree. I started busting out laughing when she said it looked like an anteater. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. So it does kind of look like an anteater, huh? Yeah, when it's not, you know, right. and it's Right. Prime position. Yes. Do you th- and so, but when, once it's, you know, there, it's, yeah. it looks very familiar. So it wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> if your fiance wanted to get an adult circumcision, would you be okay with that? Oh, I'd be perfectly fine with it, but I know he would never do it. Uh, yeah. I All don't right. blame him. Uh, what is, do you, and I get the feeling, and I don't want to doom your relationship before it even starts, but I get the feeling either he's going to get an adult circumcision or you're going to end up divorced. Uh, I would hope not. <laughs> I would hope not, too, but the unfamiliar, I mean, it, it might be cute the first couple of times, but the third or fourth time you see that uh, getting out of the shower, you're like, oh, my God, dude, there's an anteater between your legs. <laughs> We've been together for two and a half years. I don't think it's that big of an issue. <laughs> no, I'm sorry that it's not that big of an issue for you. <laughs> and honestly, he says that it, like, you know, it's more sensitive for him. And for me, it's really not that big of a difference. Uh, if so I, uncut and cut. I'm sorry, but if mine gets any more sensitive, I'm not even going to get out of my pants, if you know what I mean. And I'm sure you do. I don't. I'm sure you do. Uh, thank you very much, though. I appreciate that. I hope I'm hope I'm wrong, and I hope that it does not end in divorce or circumcision. <laughs> They're going to be fine. I don't think anybody's gotten a divorce over circumcision. When you do have a son, if you do stay together, are you going to circumcise your son? Uh, actually, that's not a question we've addressed. That's a good one. I would recommend, uh, before you conceive, I would recommend addressing that question. Thank you, Dr. Drew. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> addressing that question. Get out of here. Well, this Adam. Is an advice for future parent hour. Adam, parents need to sit down and decide about circumcision of the child. 877-327-9797. Mike, Alyssa, Jesse, Bob, everybody hang on. We'll be with you momentarily. At Planet Fitness, a lot has changed since 1998, but our membership has always been just $10 a month. On June 28th, that rate will increase to $15 a month for new members. So if you've been thinking about joining, now is the perfect time to lock in $10 a month for good. Once you join, your rate will never increase for the life of your membership. Enjoy free fitness training and equipment for every workout, all in the judgment-free zone for $10 a month. Don't miss out. Offer ends Thursday, June 27th. Rejoining after cancellation will result in change in membership price. See club for details.